Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello everyone, I'm up for nomination for Best British Podcast, so if you could kindly take a minute and click the link in my bio and type in James English and place your vote. You can also follow me on social media, my Facebook page is James English 11 my Twitter is James English 0 my Instagram is James English 2 it'd be very much appreciated, thank you. Then we're on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and today's guest, we've got the Bellator man... Chris Bungard, how are we, brother? Doing, bro. we're good. good to see you. Yeah. Finally hit the big time, mate. Yeah. Getting me on. Kofi <laughs> Paul Ferris, the bad guy, you know what I mean? The baddest guy about here. What's happening, man? Not a lot, mate. I've First of all, I've been choking you, come on. I know, mate. I've had a, you've had a lot of people wanting to get you on. You tagged up left, right, and centre. The numbers don't lie, man. The numbers don't lie. <laughs> First of all, mate, congratulations on your win. Thank you, mate. Thank Absolutely you. killed it. What was that boy, nine and nine and won his last nine, two weight world champion? Aye, aye. Took aye, him out first round. Aye, army veteran and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Light work, man. I thought I was actually prepared mentally for months and months for a war. I mean, so it was already there. Even before I was fighting him, the name got floated about. I was like, right, let's prepare for him because he's good. He's beat Hunter's a great guy. And in two minutes, you're like, fuck, that's that, that it, man. That's it. Didn't he break sweat? Actually, didn't he? Like, the warm up and. The changing room was harder than my actual fight. That's how bad it was. They pulled up to the first Scottish guy, the first Scottish person ever to fight for Bellator. Uh, is that correct? Signed, eh? Is it second? No, second. First, first aye. Aye, first. That's aye. I'm still amazing. How does it feel to be? That was cool, man. Because I always remember like, Rab Whiteford signed for the UFC for Scotland, and he was the first guy to do it, like bring the UFC to Scotland. And I was like, that's cool. Even if he doesn't matter how his career goes or down the line, they can always look back. He was the first, so. For me to be Bellator, because Bellator and UFC are rivals. People say, "Oh, you got to go UFC next." It's not like that. It's no, it's not like I'm got to go there after. They're actually competing against each other, so they're rivals. So that's how big they are as well. So it'll be the first Scottish guy 
to be signed. That was that was pretty sweet, man. That was always something I can look back and congratulations. And away and you never, like, as your old da uh, fucking Danny's bit. <laughs> you never fell short anyway, mate. First round stoppage, absolutely. You came out on fire. Aye, it was like Do you think you were underrated going into oh, that definitely. fight? Definitely. I think even when I had his back, yeah, I must have thought this guy's never choked me. And yeah, just, just rip his fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. Kick it right back. Fuck that cunt. So, all the fighting stuff, when did it all begin for you? When did it all start? Oh, fuck. Um, just when I was a wee guy, just jumped about being a dick. I was in school fighting, suspended all the time. But I was still, I wasn't a, I wasn't a bully, but like fights came to me and I would always fight. I wouldn't pick on anybody. I'd usually hit I'd usually batter the bullies basically. That's mm-hmm. what I was like I was like a, a teenage Dexter, but no killed them, just mm-hmm. just battle them, not I mean. But then like I, I love pro wrestling, like fake the fake wrestling as mm-hmm. you just call it. So I used to always watch that and wrestle and fight and like put put people in submissions and stuff like that. And that's where I all started, just for there. A wee uh, team in Hollytown, a wee uh, gym, the Kirardi Sports Centre, started doing cage fighting, MMA. So, me and my mate got a wee pair of UFC gloves, just think we were all fucking tickets, not being away doing. And just it was like grappling, jiu jitsu, and sparring, just just took it for there. That's how it started. And this is where nine, you are. Nine years ago, man, not mean before. When did you get the, the kids uh, were watching uh, Conor McGregor and think it was cool, uh, not uh, mean? When did you start taking it more serious then? Oh, you? fuck, about a year ago, man. I was <laughs> like constant partying. Taking drugs and just shagging about. No, I just mm. been an idiot, just an absolute idiot. So, about a year ago, two years ago, I lost my job. We all got sacked because I was going to watch Celtic away and training Dublin and all that, just pulling sickies, and I got caught, man. My, wee <laughs> boy, my boss just brought me in. It was a, a woman, and she's like, yeah. I just thought I was getting a slap my wrist because the guys were taking sickies every day, uh-huh. and we were, there was a table like this. And I walk in and she's got a folder, man. And I can just see through the A4 bits of paper. It's like, I can see it's like pictures of my Instagram. Me and like, <laughs> I could just see it like me with like three Asian tourists in, Dublin, in uh, Germany. I'm just like, I just bust it. I've got this stupid laugh. It just, I've had it since school, man. And she's like, Jink, this is funny. Nervous laugh. And then she goes, puts, puts all these bits of papers at this full table and it's got papers, newspapers. And I felt like I was getting interrogated with the CIA mm-hmm. and I just burst out laughing. It's like, this date you're in Germany with Celtic, this date the paper, you're doing an England fighting, but you says you're not well, it'd be all fuck. All these days I'd pull sickies, man. Yeah. So I was like, I just like, all right, you got me. <laughs> I thought I was getting, I had to slap my wrist though, because people's done worse. Sure as hell, the next day I worked there for years. I just they sacked me, man. So I was like, fuck my life, sir. But where's my income got to come for and, and that was single-handedly the best thing that ever happened to me, because... I went to full-time fighting and I concentrated, knuckled down, I rested, trained twice a day, three times a day like a professional and for there I've been on a on a tear, I think I've only lost one out of my last nine fights and it was a, a fight of the year close loss that I thought I won. So that was probably the, the best thing that ever happened to me was losing that job, it was in the steelworks, it was, it was a shit job, 95 fucking dead end number but it was easy and it was right where I stayed and it was money every week, not mean it's money every week, but it was going nowhere. So you're just floating through life doing that, just uh, casually, just existing basically. Exactly taking the fighting as part time and I know no guys care. Would, I've done that all their life for forty years and mm-hmm. like just the same factory, same routine. I'm like fuck that. Not mm-hmm. mean like now I get to train when I want, get to travel the world and and it's the best thing I've ever happened. Doing big happen. things yeah. for Town. but your, your circle is very tight. You've got good pals. Yeah. You've got like Kieran Tierney. Conor McGregor, <laughs> big Paul Craig, UFC fighter. Yeah. That's 
that's a no bad uh, unit you've got there, mate. <laughs> how did the Conor McGregor thing come about? How did you end up good pals with Conor? Um, first, five years ago, uh, I, I mailed John Kavanagh, who's the SBG coach, that's Conor's coach. Um, he owns the Dublin um, gym. I just mailed him, like, can I come over from training? I had a fight coming up. And he's like, of course, like, he welcomes all fighters for all over the world to actually go there to train, all different nationalities, it's amazing. And it's some facility in Dublin. Uh, and I went over there and and just trained with a professional team, pro team, and then obviously Connor's just in mixing about. And for there, I've been five years I've been going there. Um, every fight camp, even in between fights, I'll go over there for like a couple of days or a week. Um, just for training. The guy's my weight over there and... Uh, the level they're at is just brilliant for me because my gym we've got good fighters good amateurs Paul's a lot of heavyweight so the size difference and but there they're, they're all lightweights and welterweights like 30, 40 of them on a mat professionals so it's good for me as well up my game and, and I love Dublin as well it's a great country great all there isn't it oh it's lovely it's just all the people are just friendly aye, aye, it's just brilliant aye so when you go to college as well for Bellator, did you know that was happening? Were you working your way to get a contract? Obviously, that's the big time when you hit Bellator or UFC. Was there an incline that you were going to get? Uh, I had a, actually had a contract in for Cage Warriors, which is like the biggest in Europe. Um, Cage Warriors the biggest Europe uh, promotion. So we had a five-fight deal sitting there. Well, we got to sign it, but the money was shite. But it was it's still a good platform it's on BT Sports and it, it's a good stepping stone to the UFC so we're like we'll, we'll go for that so just relaxed I was actually working on a film uh, set down in Cambridge um, at the time and my manager I was in the hotel my, my coach Brian Gallagher phoned me like Bellator's just came in with an offer and uh, all that um, he's always oh, good money blah 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 and he's like um, I'll send you the, the contract over. he says he's got a Give him two days, he says, the, the guy says, the matchmaker. Um, who's that? Um, so we weren't really trusting it until it was in black and white, until it was right in front of us. So I woke up the next day, they, they emailed me the contract through, and I literally, I was in a double bed at Premier in Cambridge, jumped out my bed like fucking buzzing. <laughs> shadow boxing and that. Shooting shoot, 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 double legs, man. Honestly, like, it was, it was, wasn't an easy, wasn't a hard choice, not mean like signed it right there and then and just sent it over. So it was life changing money. Like it was enough money so I can make a living, actual make a living out of fighting, a wee bit of comfort. Because when I was working in the steelworks, like I had no money. Like I had a car and I had no money to put petrol in my motor that I was walking to work. And people like, where's your motor? I'm like, oh, it's broke. But it wasn't, I was just embarrassed to say I didn't have any money to put fucking. Petrol in it, not mean so that to there and now I'm, I'm still not loaded, but I've got a wee bit of breathing space. I can, mm-hmm. it's just comfort, that's all you want. You know, why be flashy in this guy? I've got, got this more, I've got that. You just want a wee bit of comfort where you're not worrying how you're going to pay your bills and uh, stuff like that, not mean. Which is a, the main factor, everything we're striving for, everything we're grinding for and working for is for that wee bit of freedom yeah. to be able to do things exactly. with your life and able to enjoy it and not get up and worrying. No walking about to work and telling lies because you're embarrassed, yeah. you're ashamed. But the strides you're taking, mate, is, is phenomenal. And people say, like, uh, money doesn't buy you happiness. Well, that's bullshit. Because mm-hmm. I've not had money and I've been sad and depressed. And I've had money and I've had a smile on my face because mm-hmm. I'm getting today. Just nice wee stupid things, like go for food or 
Just anything, man. Just anything. Because so, you're working on your dreams as well. So you're getting paid for. You're probably sometimes getting paid for something that you love. It's sometimes you've got to pinch yourself to go, is this fucking real? I know. Do you know I what know. I mean? It's, it's brilliant. To my mates, sometimes go to their job and they hate it. Like, um, I think it was like Richard Ashcroft always says, like, you go to a job on a Monday for a wash you despise, for a, a job you despise, like you're a slave mm-hmm. to money, then you die for a bittersweet symphony. And I always, I love that fucking quote. He says it at the start of Glastonbury or so before they played the song. And I'm like, that's that. Like, why go to a job every day you're waking up and you're already in that negative mind frame of, I hate this place, I hate my life, where go and do what you want to do. Like, put the work in and, like, I'm loving proof that it can, it can work out. There's it can like be done. Fucking but it's fear. Sunshine but everybody's controlled with a bit of fear. Yeah. What about your next fight? Have they conf- they've confirmed anything? Are you getting that sorted? No doubt about a big name. They put a post on their Instagram um, that I'm ready to step back in the cage. So that's the, them saying mm-hmm. that. So they obviously know how I feel. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a show in Birmingham in May. But fuck Birmingham. I don't like that place. Um, there's a show in London <laughs> in June in Wembley. I don't even like fucking London either. But <laughs> I'd rather fight in London <laughs> than Birmingham. <laughs> so maybe, maybe June in uh, London. You know um, you're going to get a big fucking name, but don't you? Aye. You fuck him. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'll smash <laughs> it out of the park, man. <laughs> no, I mean, see if you, they're always like, we've all got we've all got our problems and our issues, but I think to go into a cage and enjoy crushing people's skulls with your elbows, mm-hmm. you've got to know. Yeah, like uh, you know that. So, and I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, see, when I talk about fighting. I smile. No, I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, this guy's a bit of a crackpot, mm-hmm. man, but. So I can't wait to fight. Like after the last one, the, the amount of media and attention that I got, I think it was because it was on Channel Five National Telly. The world can watch, well, the, the Britain can watch for nothing. I mean, you don't need to pay for BT Sports, Box Office, or Sky. Channel Five's a big audience for me, so mm-hmm. I'm happy to find Channel Five all the time. Then, if everybody can see it, you know what I mean. So that can only put my put my profile up. But I get some people maybe not like me, but I'm not here to please everybody. Exactly, you know you're, you're a fighter, mate. Nobody's going to like you, <laughs> no matter what we fucking do, good or bad, mate. It's um, sort of jealous, negative. Of people, course, mate. And I, the, but that's when you know you're becoming successful. Yeah. The more people, the more hate becomes. You're, 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 you're all right. I'm rising up the ladder here. <laughs> How you been dealing with that tension? Because you've been on BBC Sport. You've been everywhere. You've been popping up everywhere. Yeah. All I love social it. media. I love it, man. I love, I love talking to people, telling them my story, and. If I can plug a message to anybody out there, then it's fucking brilliant, I mean. But um I love interviews, I love doing the, the media, I love doing podcasts. Um Cause you've got your own podcast. Aye, the bad part, the bad of, part podcast. of podcast is a lot of bad part of it, <laughs> <laughs> for me anyway. But check it out, man, it's brilliant. Aye. A couple of my good pals on it, D Maxwell, Gary Falls, cut a good people. Man. Come on it, man. I definitely am on it, mate. Definitely. I'm doing it. Is um stuff like that, that that helps me. Like talk as well because mm-hmm. like you need to be able to speak in that game, and uh, I'm I'm going into a wee bit of pro wrestling as well, so that's something else you need to really cut promos and be able to talk or right in the mic. So it's all like building my profile to who I'm and stuff. To like become but. a wee bit more professional in it because we're brought up for fucking rough areas. We don't know how to speak <laughs> properly. I, I'm doing an interview is not now. When I speak, sometimes I. I'm a cringe inside. <laughs> I really do because my pals who know me know. Go right, wait a minute. You're a you're a fucking attic here. But I just need to be more professional and to hit a bigger audience as well. I need people to understand what I'm saying instead of giving it. Ah, you're fucking. Aye, you know what aye. I mean? And just calm it down a bit. And because so, the bigger the audience, mate, aye. the more doors it opens for us. Do you know what I mean? To go further afield, 
and, and you know exactly where you're going to know you found your path and this is where you stick at it and just fucking take right over but I've got every bit of faith in you Cheers, man, man. I appreciate that man I was surprised when I watched your first fight because <laughs> I was like ah, I didn't realise how good you were I'm going to be honest with you you just absolutely like fucking smoked that guy and he looked double he looked a, a monster Aye. he looked a monster threw him about like an old scud book because <laughs> I watched a video I watched a couple of videos at the weekend and there was one I think you were fucking you jumped in a guy like a pair of scissors your legs wrapped around his neck Aye, it's a f uh, flying triangle I was solution. like is that illegal is that illegal <laughs> is that fucking so you'd pay Amsterdam <laughs> for fucking 100 euros <laughs> but no aye, that's that's like part of my game as well people think I'm a grinder I just take wrestle down elbows ground and pound but I can fly through the air doing submissions what people mm. know a lot of people can do that or even try that and that's the stuff I try I try and like brings on different every time so when the fans are coming to watch me like wonder what he's got to do tonight like wonder what he's got to say so entertaining as well aye you're bringing a show to it aye definitely you're no short at uh, winding people up aye. social media <laughs> George the show mob you're uh, you're, you're giving them, you're giving them <laughs> tight as, as, it's back and forth what's the, what's the script we're at with the boy Aaron for George the show he just came into my game uh, when he fair do he brings on to the table right he's like a known star but um he was just thought he was he was a fighter when he isn't a fighter. He was they were feeding him guys that couldn't throw a punch, and then everybody's like, oh, "This guy's the real deal," and he wasn't the real deal. So I just wanted to um, give my reality check and welcome to the real work, my real sport. Um, but somebody they brought a hillbilly in, and uh, he smashed him. So I don't need that. But I went back and forth, and then his wee bitches, pals got, got involved and all that. And then when I seen him, um, Scotty T ran, so he actually ran away from me. When after my fight in Newcastle, I see there. Uh, I said, "Oh, you!" He looked down. Couldn't see him for dust, man. On the toes. Yeah, uh, I think he was out of his box anyway. So <laughs> probably, probably better. I didn't smash him. <laughs> see when I actually jumped out the cage. That's who I was looking for. Scotty T. So was it was that? probably good that I didn't see him. He called me a nonce so not on Twitter. Like, hey, call me a nonce. Call me a nonce. Uh -huh. Um. So probably good that I didn't see him at the time when I jumped the cage because I could probably lose my job. You know what I mean? Just fly kicking him like Khabib style, right? And he, Adrenaline pumping. Aye, you don't take any shit. It doesn't matter where you are. But think that's something you need. To, do you think that's something you need to learn to control or drink? That's just part of you. No, definitely. Because every time somebody writes a negative comment, I'm like, "Fucking, where's he for?" <laughs> like, fucking boom! Like, see, Jane, Sam, Bob, with the kind of look up everybody mm -hmm. at the end. It's fucking mm -hmm. dissed them. That's why I'm like, "Where's he for? Who's he know?" Like. You know this guy? He's, he fucking just called me a mug. <laughs> that's um, that's when you know you're becoming successful Aye. because it's going to come tenfold. It's going to get worse for you. I used to be like, but it is calm down. You're going to get so used to it and realize there's people we want to follow or no subscribers on you. It's it's just nobody's. Just up, ah, you know it's mean? just Aye. nobody's who. It's probably you probably know the person. Aye. They probably speak to you in the street. Aye. Say hi, and fucking ask for a photo. Aye, they're the biggest shag bags and cowards in the world, and I always say it, it's the. If you're man enough, then make up the real profile, show me who you are. Yeah, yeah. But then the best thing, who is it I had on? Somebody says when they get negative comments, oh, a big guy, Shanet, was on my show last week. He says when it's a negative comment, he just writes, I'm going to love you to love yourself. Yeah. I just shoots it right down yeah. straight away, mate. So it's just a case of you, you will get used to it. It's hard because we all want to be liked, don't we? We all yeah, want to be loved. No, but you're Scottish, mate, so you're going to get England hating you, fucking... It's just the way it is, uh, mate. No I matter don't mind with the English. It's, it's maybe your homelands, like Scotland. But I think because I'm out there, be like, I'm a big Celtic fan. Mm -hmm. So I'm already out there with that. So you've always got to get the other half. Of eight, course. Why you smash it? And I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. Because your pals are good pals with Kieran Tierney. Aye. Uh, Have you been pals for a while? Um, a couple of years anyway. Uh, 
he he used to come and watch a football team I used to always play against, a bullfrog who I now mm -hmm. play for. And uh, it was like back and forth. And then we just we spoke on to it one time about a fight I had coming up. And he came here and then ever since then I've just been pals. Good guy, man. Ah, he's a really things. good guy. He's a really nice guy. Nice he's a man nice. He's, seen, he's good with the, like, I was standing there all day and queues, like Nando's or whatever, just take pictures with fans. Yeah. He's, he's, mm -hmm. he's like a man of the people I call him. Which is good because people, people you know yourself, can get above their station as well and then before you know it, they think they're about uh, else, but you go to the member where you started. That's definitely no him. He's just like me and you, man. Mm -hmm. He's just talking. He's new to his days. He's not mean. Uh, the old toy. But, uh, <laughs> uh, he's just like us. So hopefully, I don't think he'll ever change. It's just mm -hmm. he's just one of the guys. Good, but and and Robin, go to give you Anna uh, shout out. <laughs> Chrissy's house. Love the place. Oh, Annie's fucking doing crackers. Doing wonders. We're crackers, but they're changing lives. Yeah. They're changing lives and. I don't think they're getting the recognition that it deserves. People are starting to know more about them now, but yes. I think what they're doing for people who's got suicidal thoughts and people who's lost people to suicide, they're, they're saving lives every day. It's unbelievable what they're doing and what they're achieving. And we've got a walk walk for hope. hope for, walk, walk of life. Walk of life, is it? Walk into the light or something. Walk into the light. Aye, so it's a, it's a walk. Check out Chris's house uh, website. I think it's... I love him for me I'm not too sure but look in Chris's house it's four in the morning walk I think you start the walk when it's dark so you're kind of walking up in the sunrises like for every dark day there's always going to be a bright yeah. light, a bright day so it's just check them out they're massive hands brilliant aren't yeah, you? how do you end up involved with them it was through uh, one of my best friends Liam Fagan um, you've met Liam at uh, Andy did. Circles and stuff like. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. So... Um, we started on a, a, a suicide awareness day in Hollytown. It's like a charity day, football tournament during the day, then like a, a nighttime raffle and bands and stuff like that. Three years ago, this will be the third year in uh, June, or July, sorry. Um, Liam's father committed suicide, and you know, a couple of my friends' fathers have done it. So it's close to our tight circle, our, our friends, our teammates. So we just started to raise awareness and we done Paul Fagan Memorial Cup, which is Liam's dad, uh, on that day and then we done the charity night. So we just we started raising money and then first year we raised like 9,000 9, and then the second year we done like a charity holiday, we like raffled a charity a holiday we, two weeks in Greece, stuff like that and then I think we raised something like 23 grand. So we went for 9 grand our first year to 23 last year to this year. So... I don't think we'll ever beat this second year because that was amazing. So uh, third year, is, this is our third year. So just for then, and 
as a community in Holiday, and running about it as well, everybody just chips in. It's, it's unbelievable. The days, it's absolutely cracking a day. The first year, it, it was pure sunny, and then the second year, it was pure hailstones. So it was two different uh, weather wise, but it's just all for a great cause, obviously. And um, Liam Fagan like, puts, all, puts his, a lot of time and effort in it, more than we all do our bit, but it's, it's really in his heart. Aye. So he's usually our main, our main. Which is good because. It affects everybody, and we've all got mental health issues, whether we like to believe it or no. Oh, we've all got some sort of problems that we're too ashamed to speak about, or too proud to admit. But the work these are doing, you're you're always promoting Chris's house, including definitely myself. Right. It's just they're a non-funded organisation who's just trying to help people and and do it naturally without any medication, without yeah. any of the bullshit, and and it's working for them. They're doing it. I think they're only one something twenty four seven in it seven, in the UK mate. or Scotland or whatever, which is amazing. Uh-huh. Like. Because usually these thoughts, I'm not saying, well, I've had some thoughts in the, in the past and that, but it's early hours in the morning, you're maybe up having a few lines or mm-hmm. you, you feel it with a girlfriend, you pick up the phone, they're yeah. there, there, not mean. Mm-hmm. So you need to applaud all the work we do. And that's what I'm saying. If I can put that on my fight shorts or my cage banner and speak about it on like Channel 5, just say, mm-hmm. uh, using that platform to get it out there, then I'll do that. I'll do that. Job and because can, that help a person, person can might see that and you, yeah. you've saved their life and, and you'd be surprised the amount of people even sp- us speaking about it now the people who are watching it, it sheds some light to realise that you're not you're not alone and I know that phrase is uh, it's okay to be oh, is it okay not to be okay mm-hmm. it's not yeah. okay to be okay what is that it's, it's okay to be not okay it's, no, it's okay to be not okay but I kind of want to break that stigma because people can change their life they can change the mindset and it is, we're going to have our moments, but you don't need to stay there. Yeah, you don't need to stay there. And you, you, people at Chris's house are changing people's mindsets through a thing called Havening, which I got done a few weeks ago, and um, Reiki and just speaking to people. And Andy yeah. McClan does his thing with his meetings on a Wednesday night for anybody with yeah, drug addiction or mental health, and then going on a Wednesday night, six o'clock to seven. Andy's and they're going walks on a Sunday. Andy's brilliant. Yeah. Andy's amazing. He's doing massive things. He's come through it. And we're speaking for experience. Yeah, Chris, do you know what I mean? We're speaking for fucking misery, but we're also speaking through. We're starting to become successful. Yeah. Including myself in this show, yourself is better. Yeah. Turn, you're, we're becoming role models, mate. I, yeah. I, people, a lot of people ask me for advice, mate. And I, I still see myself as fucking daft, James. Uh, I still see myself I'm as scared. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand it. When people say oh, it's weird when people are starting to say, oh, "I'm watching your stuff. It's brilliant." I, I get embarrassed, yeah. but I'll say a dick answer because I'm embarrassed. Yeah, and yeah. I'll, instead of going thanks, I'll go I can and I'll make a dick it instead <laughs> of just accepting it. But because we feel as if I don't feel as if I deserve it as well. Do you know what I mean? It's weird the way I think, mm. but. We just need to keep churning it out and, and doing what we're doing. What about for... What's the industry like in Bellator? Are they good to you? they treat you well? Aye. Well, that was my first experience with them. Um, they they took me down a week before the fight, put me up in a fancy hotel for a week, gave me spending money, and they pay me well. So <laughs> if they can keep doing that, then <laughs> we'll be fucking tight. Not <laughs> How long do you see? Because you're 30 now. Thirty. Yeah, yeah. How long do you see yourself doing it? As long five years. Five years. Oh, five yeah. years, man. Six years. I know fighters are forty-two. Forty still, and still I mean, fucking yeah. mass. Like Anderson Silva and uh, Daniel Cormier, like two mm-hmm. of the best ever. Like, they're still fighting now, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so. But no, I just want to make enough money, uh, buy a nice house. That's what I'm looking at. Now. I'm looking at just a nice house. Doesn't need to be daft. One of these new build things for half quarter of a mil. Swimming pools and fun. Uh, yeah, but nice of it. I went and made a swimming pool. Don't get me wrong, but I'll stick with the jacuzzi bath yeah. for now. But um, I just want to build a house. Uh, build a house, fuck's sake, build a builder here. <laughs> uh, I just want to buy a house. Buy a house <laughs> for the future. So with my, 
with my fight money, deposit, start paying the mortgage or whatever. And that can just, that's for the future, not me, that's for your wife, your wings, mm-hmm. etc. So that's what I want out my fight career and traveling the world, which I'm already doing. But you're, you're doing it, yeah. you're living it now, mate, and oh, you can look into these things and this is the... the this is the journey, mate. Yeah. This is what we're doing. We're fucking living. We're doing things, mate. We're making strides, mate. And everybody, grafters, you're mate, mate, that's ah, everybody, you're making the woods of They'll start feeling proud. Even the, even I, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people who used to speak bad about me. Saying when people ask about me, they go, oh, "I know him now." And that's all right. You know? <laughs> people, everybody wants to be your pal now. Oh, Do you know right. what I mean? You, know, but look, the ones I don't know what to talk to you then to see in the club. Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, if I get a photo, no, <laughs> get yourself a fuck. I was in the fucking, I was in Celtic Park the weekend and the toilets doing a piss, man. Honestly, dick out. Guys, just like that man with a selfie. Come on, man. Let me put the walnut whip in. What I mean, fuck's sake. Because you, you don't have to have time draw. You done? I did that. I, that was good. That right? was mad. That was. I was more nervous for that in a fight. Mm-hmm. No joke. Cause I'd been in the tunnel, not, and the guys gave me a big entry, not. They know my my titles. He is a lightweight champion for this promo. I'm just like Jesus, you know. I was expecting the disco lights to come on. <laughs> but that's that again. That could be happening. That. You could get that at fucking the hydro. Yeah. You could be walking out I'm to got, 15, got to get it down hydro. Definitely. They're, they're into it. They like me. The belt or brasses all love me. They're like, mm-hmm. I think we've got a star here. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you're fucking right, man. Get yeah. me out of America. Get it in hydro. And you heard the noise at, at Newcastle. And fucking, I know it's just down the road, man. But doesn't matter. I know. Doesn't matter, mate. <laughs> fuck's sake. Don't uh, disclaim it, mate. It's massive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And people, it's funny because people love the Scottish. They love the Scottish, even big Paul Craig at UFC. They love the face paint and the the kilts. Aye. They love all that Aye. fucking madness. And when you're speaking, the cunt, I think the cunt Ganny stays down. Not we're talking about half of these. Like, ah, that's fucking nutcase, that's boy. <laughs> so he was he's shouting in the ring, all that, and he's like, ah, when you hear you, you know yourself when you hear you talking when an interview like that Scottish way, like Aye. you can hear like, even the Irish and like American like. No, you can understand them on the sound good, but see when you hear a Scottish interview, you're like, that sounds horrible, I man. Know, mate, you don't <laughs> you? Hell, man. But, aye. but at least you're doing it, mate. Channel 5 family's watching everything, because I know you had a few people can do it if you watch you and on Newcastle. You've got a good following. And it's only going to get bigger. I know. They day go everywhere and it's madness, because it's a dear day out, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like your ticket, your bus, your train. Hotel. Fucking... You're all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> You're licorice all sorts. <laughs> so that's a day out. And not just that, they're out for days, not I mean. So I like, they're always the loudest in the room and all. Like, no matter how many they are, they're always the fucking loudest. So I man, love them all. Everyone. Is there any boys coming through the ranks in there? Any boys you're training with? Or I like. Fights, anybody doing well? Well, Matt, we just had guys fighting last week and on top and the week before uh, doing in Wales and Cage Warriors. And they're my main sparring partners, but they're, they're amateurs still, like Jordan, Michael Blair, Ryan, Gary, they, they're all amateurs, but they're all with my ass, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, they're doing something right, uh-huh. and they're winning their amateur fights, so, guys at them, they're, they're the ones I would look out for through Scottish Hit Squad, um, but aye, it's, it's good, because they're all young, we've got a young guy who's 15 and one Sunday there, we had like 10 second knockout, 15 year old man, I mean, I'm, I'm double his age, uh-huh. and this guy's an absolute beast. He's still to grow up, man. And, uh, He'll be looking up to you. Uh, He'll skill, be his role model. His skill set is unbelievable at that age. I mean, I was I was in bushes trying to find sticky pornos at 15. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> fucking in a, kid, in, in a gym learning. So, uh-huh. fair play, man. Like, but the sport's just evolving. Like, for when I first started nine years ago, it was, it was nobody knew what it was. Now everybody's doing it and everybody's good everywhere. You're grappling, you're striking, you're wrestling, 
their condition. Everywhere's everybody's training everything, so they're good all round. So it's weird to know when you get into these gyms, the the people who can fight like fuck, they're nice people. Mm-hmm. They're Aye. content. They're quite. They're mellow Aye. because they've nothing to prove. Mm-hmm. If you get into a pub and watch the Celtic Rangers game, you've got all these fucking beer bellies and guys who hate their life just pretending to be uh, tickets. Just shouting at the uh, telly. Just shouting at the telly, watching other people live their You'll dreams. Get this wee quiet curly headed mm-hmm. specky guy mm-hmm. with a backpack that would fucking Aye, turn into a pretzel Aye, man. Pair of Converse on <laughs> and just no giving a fuck because Aye. there's no there's no ego. But that's where the jujitsu comes in and all the training. It kind of Aye, disciplines I, you. I how's your How's your discipline been since? Your belly top fight, have you knuckled down? Have you had a couple of nights out? Um, I've, I've had a couple of nights out. I went to uh, Benidorm f- for the Celtic game and then I went to see Bill Bar in Glasgow. Um, but I've injured my back the last couple of weeks, so I've just been eating shit, been lazy. And I'm out, I'm out with the boys on Saturday for like an odd day. Hang. I've and not then, seen them since my fight, so so that, that should be Good, interesting. But then after that, if you get the fight date sorted, oh, then aye, it's a case of knuckled down again. How is your discipline? How is It must be good if you're... Aye, when I'm when I've got a Train fight camp, camp aye, it's it's totally changed now. Like I don't even go to the door. Um, my diet's perfect. Um, no no shite, no alcohol, nothing. So. You cut weight fast, did you know? Because you you cut weight. You uh, fucking left it the two, last two and a half stone. I cut in um, a couple of weeks. Uh, it was weird. It was a <laughs> fucking tight one, wasn't it? How did you lose that fast? Um, so I, I just I walk about eighty four kilo. Um, naturally aye and I cut my my fight weight 70 so that's two or two stone I cut but I, when I diet down cut all the shit out a couple of weeks it goes down to like 77 come fight week I'm 77 so then I do a thing called water loading I drink a lot of water gallons of water flushes out my body and then it comes to the last I cut all my carbs out fight week no carbs at all man so mm-hmm. as the week gets closer and closer to the your body's weak as fuck right you have no carbs in you, you have no energy. And then I do a thing called salt baths, where I put Epsom salts into a roasting hot bath, scalding bath, and go in it. This is, remember, you're dehydrated for a day, and it's draining the water, draining the water out of you, and you sit under covers for 20 minutes and do a couple of baths, and you sit in a sauna, remember, never had a drink or eat in over 24 hours. Dehydrated, it's fucking horrible. It is horrible, but... We get there, we always get there. People can die. Aye, people I've seen die. people in the saunas with, on a bike. Aye. Aye, For an hour two hours, people getting dragged out. It's madness. What we How do. does that affect you? You're into fight night. Are you no fucking drained? No, because they've changed the weigh-ins now. So I can weigh in early hours, Friday morning, nine o'clock in the morning. And then I don't fight till Saturday night. So mm-hmm. I get like a day and a half to rehydrate, refuel. But you're still not there. Like, you're still... You feel you're, you know, uh-huh. you're, you're not right. But you get all that first thing you do is water so it's rehydrate so your gallons and gallons of water back into your body so you put all that water weight back on so I'll weigh in at 70 and the time I fight the next night I'm my way back up at 78 79 so so 9 kilos on just water yeah so but how does people know go in try and be the weight instead of being because you got all these killers cutting down for fucking 90 and 100 and putting on a stone and a half two stone that night next day so I 84 which is middleweight that's what I walk about mm-hmm. it. I cut down by welterweight mm-hmm. to get to lightweight I would get these killers cutting down for like, he- like heavyweight to get to middleweight mm-hmm. so they would just be massive uh-huh. so that's just the way they do it I wish I could stop it because it's dangerous isn't it because you cut it fine could you not cut down to 70 
like a week before or nah is it just, oh, just not the way, way I works? eat no not the way I eat because uh, you, you, your photo and I was like you post a photo on Instagram and you say you cut that way I don't, I don't think he's going to fucking uh, make it no it was I always did it but it is tough I've got a process and I've been I've had 31 fights so I know how to do mm-hmm. it now so I've got to do a tea what's the feeling like then so you're not 100% there when you're, you're re- refueled the next uh, day I you just your body because you've You've zapped all this weight off you and put mm-hmm. it right back on like that. It's just a weird feeling in your body, like you know, there. But it's, it is definitely dangerous because you're you're taking the water out your brain as well. So that's why people get knocked out dead easily in fights that cut a lot of weight because when you get, take a shot, your brain's just mm-hmm. moving. So it's just it's dangerous, man. It's not nice. What's the goal for you then, and Bellator? What's the plans for you? Um, what you see yourself in the future world champion I will the, the actual champion like tweeted me uh, two days ago seen it, uh, seen it Michael Chandler so he knows my name mm-hmm. so but that guy's a beast I'm not going to fucking lie uh, that guy's an animal but I think he's a he's a juice monkey you know I mean? he's a <laughs> steroid abuser <laughs> uh, so if you see my name I know he's like oh, if you get a couple of wins then uh, we'll see him down the line you know what I mean I, I do need a couple of wins I've just had my first one um, so see how the game is next I'd like an American fighter but I think they maybe keep me in the European UK ones they know and then just take it for there but I like I'm no I, I don't dare this to be world champion like people say I want to be number one mm-hmm. never be my goal is to be, be number one I know I can fight I know how tough I'm I just I'm just in a journey just enjoying journey and being happy and getting a laugh man enjoying the moment <laughs> I like enjoy the limelight they know because it's it's, not going to last long it's like you, you say about players I know it's a short career uh-huh. and you could play like for 20 years and it's a short career uh-huh. so fine's just the same like just make memories enjoy the journey meet new people get a laugh get a laugh your mates share that with your mates and travel the world and just have stories to tell your mates hopefully funny ones and no depressing exactly that's, that's what it's all about to enjoy the present moment and if then by kings to enjoy it because we can concentrate on the finishing line. Yeah. And you look at guys like Tyson Fury, they create that, I want to be world champion, I want to be number one, which is great, because mm-hmm. I want to be this podcast to be number one. But when you people get there, when they hit that goal, they still feel as if, is that it? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Because they've not enjoyed the journey, they've not enjoyed the process of doing it. Yeah. And it's difficult because I think it's the right way of thinking as well to just enjoy it. Because you never know what's on the corner. Yeah, no. Same as football players, anybody, that things fizzle out, but it's down to us to have something to fall back on and have something else to work on and exactly. keep creating because it's only us that can make ourselves happy they can't else exactly, man. do you know what I mean so it's it's good man it's, 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 it's a good time mate for Scottish people and I know we speak a lot and people we're are comedian pals we're making moves mate and it's funny how everybody kind of comes into your life in it and we're all trying to we're all trying to achieve we're all trying to achieve things and, we're, and Actions speak louder than words, and I always say it. We're doing it. We're putting yeah. it into action. We're putting it into action. What we're doing, and it's good. So hopefully you get a fight soon. When do you think you'll get? Do you think we'll chat with Dawson? June, hopefully June. June. Uh, London. Wembley. I would like That's that. what you want, aye. Fuck it. Why not? Give me your best again. Nice. <laughs> you got anybody in your sights? No, man. I've not. Like, I think what anybody? Like, uh, American. I'd like an American fighter. Somebody got. I thought people for every fucking country you could think of apart from America mm-hmm. so they're apparently the best so bring them here it's an American company bring them here or anybody just 
Just mail me, fuck's sake, Bill. Just drop me a message, man. Me fucking message. Jude, I'll be Jude, coming go to on the door. phone, Jude. Paul Ferris will be coming to the door. I've got contacts. <laughs> Jimmy Boyle, sort that out. Nah, no, the future's looking good for you, mate. I'm proud of you. Well, you're doing, you're doing brilliant, and you always set it out the last couple of years, and, and things are paying off for you, and you're doing it. You're doing it, mate. Is um, your injury? Is that going to be all right? Or is that just a wee niggle? No, it's that just, just a wee. It's like a trap muscle in my back. It's like in between my ribs and all on the side, but it's been seeing always. My back always goes all the mm. time, right? But it's here for a couple of days, and then I got on it. So, but this time it's been out a week, and it's been fucking really agony. Uh -huh. It is starting to get a wee bit better for yesterday, but I should be alright. I'm going to take some classes tonight, help the beginners out. Don't do too much, but um, hopefully get back to train next week. You see yourself with your own gym? Um, well, I did coach the beginners' classes and some mm. classes and I, I did PT people, but I don't know. Um, maybe maybe in the future uh, I'll be branch off hit squad oh, like Hollytown hit squad <laughs> <laughs> anything's doable for you mate is um, aye why not yeah. getting people on board and how can people get involved in if you're doing your PT or anything can people get aye. involved how can I get in contact with you just just message my page uh, Bungard uh, Facebook page or Instagram Kyle Bungard Twitter Kyle Bungard or just come to the hit squad gym I'm always in there and Cope Bridge with what Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com and in like could be pad work can be working your wrestling can be work uh, jiu-jitsu wee bit of sparring wee bit of striking stuff like that so it's just mm. all round um, I think by the end of my career I'd love to be like a black belt I'm close to my brown belt now in jiu-jitsu so be good if I was going to start my gym maybe I'll have a, be a black belt yeah. in jiu-jitsu have all the MMA experience binders stuff like that so what did I say to get a black belt in jiu-jitsu 10 years aye don't know about that my coaches are black belts and that and uh, so so you're too aware now? Aye, just that I'm close to my brown belt, so... The belts don't really matter in the gym, but it would be cool to have the black belt, you know what I mean? So it's that way, two years? Aye, a couple of years away anyway. Aye, you want the black belt, <laughs> Fucking wear it on your smash blind first, but I don't think that's how But everything you're doing, you're working towards it. Sometimes yeah. when we actually live the dream, it's... It doesn't feel as good because we're doing it. Yeah. But then when you actually take a wee step back sometimes and have a wee break and you go, fuck me, man, this is brilliant. Yeah. Even when you're injured, if you're in your bed eating shite, you go, you feel good, yeah. don't you? You feel, you feel good. After that fight, it was like, because you've all that, because that's what, I think that's why I went mental. Like, I've, I've said this before, and I was jumping about like a fanny, because see, before I went out, I've, I've never done it in my life, but before I went out, 
I was fine for the day before, the day of it. I was really thinking about my fight before I made the walk. I had my flag and I just had a wee bit of doubt. Just creeped in. A wee mm-hmm. bit of doubt of losing because uh, of the guys he'd fought. And um, that just creeped in there and I think that's when, when I won. That's why I went mental. Like, because I doubted myself mm-hmm. when I was fucking raging. Because I knew how good it was. I was up against it a wee bit. And I was like, oh, maybe I could lose this fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, why did you just creep uh, in here yeah, just yeah. before I make the mm-hmm. walk? So... Like after the fight, after it's all done, all the training's done, you're just sitting, relaxing, like ah, oh, it's just done it. There's a pressure uh-huh. just off. Uh-huh. You're eating shit. You're going we, 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 we holidays here and there. Mm. You're just like oh, I've done it. I've just mm. fought. Like that's me for another couple uh-huh. of months. I don't even want to put all that shit. But now it's coming back up again. Like right, who's got to be next? Uh-huh. And now it's got to be like fucking switching on to being a maniac. Again. The seed of doubt, mate. It's always going to kick in. Aye. But it's how you transfer that D- and doubt focus, kills, man. Of course, and it's it can be healthy because it. If you're getting there too confident, too cocky, mm. and you've seen these guys in the ring, they're getting all these big swings, and you've seen them getting knocked back yeah, fucking yeah. out. I think the we see the doubts to go. Oh, Maybe I, that's I, what keep fucking help me. Right, I right, keep me in my toes because I need to switch on yeah, here. Yeah. Because as a, a guy, as a monster, you yeah, were against. He was no fucking mug, but you done yourself proud. And see when you're out, there's people ever try to test you because they know you're a fighter. Oh, well, I did the door. I'm a door. Uh-huh. <laughs> my door. My doorman and mother and squish. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got a license to not fuck out people then? <laughs> <laughs> no, people usually just ask for pictures and that. Uh-huh. So, um, nah, it's actually not too bad. No, no, yeah. One guy that actually cracked me one time. Um, I chucked him out and we turned back. I turned back to go back in. He ran back in the car and just scudded me a belter, man. Right there, right? Closed on my ear. I, I, I stood my feet, man. I took it like a champ. But, mm-hmm. And he just bolted. it. Um, so that's the only trouble I've ever had in the Touch door. Them. I know. But, uh, well, hopefully things move but forward for you. Did send me a message after uh-huh. that. Uh, I apologize. Find out who you are. Uh, mm-hmm. Send me a wee donation. Twenty six needs more. No, but yeah, Chrissy, you're then fucking brilliant, mate. Cheers, you're you're on the path for greatness in this Bellator. You're you're there for doing big things, and your first fight is clearly stated that. And I wish you all the best for the future. Sure, and everything you're doing. Appreciate it. Good luck. Appreciate Thanks for time. coming oh, on, brother. My pleasure. Thank yeah, you very much. Mate, thank you. Podcast Network.